Welcome to the New York Video Game Critics Circle Holiday Podcast. This is Harold Goldberg, the founder of the Circle, with uh, Dan Ackerman at CNET, Scott Stein at CNET, uh, Cherise Smith from Tom's Guide, and Jeremy Ajimang from the Dreamyard uh, <laughs> Pre- Preparatory School, where we um, mentor often. Cherie and I go up there all the time to uh, work with the kids and t- to teach them uh, games journalism. So we thought. We'd invite Jeremy down on the holiday podcast to talk about uh, the dream yard and, and such. But the first thing I wanted to talk about, um, since we're talking about holiday, you should buy your tickets to the New York Game Awards, which is on way uh, ahead on January 22nd. But you can get them now at nygamecritics.com. And trust me, this is going to be our best New York Game Awards yet. It's at a bigger theater called the SVA Theater. And I'd, I'd like to tell you all we have in store, but trust me that it's going to be um, more awesome than it has been in the past, and it's always been awesome in the past. It's very exciting. And a new venue. <laughs> yeah, new venue is going to be good. It's uh, you know it's, it's very high tech. We can do cool things with the marquee, animate the marquee, which will be fun. And uh, I think we've got one, maybe two game codes to give away to everyone. Uh, there'll be wristbands this year, so there'll right, be lots of cool. Things. <laughs> no, no, there's, will there, there's so will there be a musical guest? Yes, there will, but we can't reveal. Who oh, fancy, fancy. But uh, she is awesome. So <laughs> that's the that's all I'll say about it. But uh, uh, I, I'm really excited about it. So uh, buy your tickets now. It's going to be such a cool event, and uh, we'll all be there, and and so will much of the game industry. So, um, uh, I, you know, let's talk games first before we go into, like, tech fun stuff. And uh, what what games would you guys suggest that uh, we get for the holiday? If there was one or two games, uh, what, what should we do? Well, if you want something quick and dirty, go for Spider-Man, quick, dirty, and fun, uh, which is how I like my fun. <laughs> oh. Uh, if you want something a little more, uh, with something a little more substantial and meaty, go for Red Dead Redemption. Oh, and Red Dead. if you want uh, a, a post-apocalyptic fun with friends, go for Fallout 76. Stop it! You don't believe that Fallout 76 <laughs> is good. Stop it! Uh, Stop it! Oh, no. She's giving I it am, a break. Right? She's oh it a no! Break. There are good things about it. There are bad things about it. I'm hoping they will fix it in subsequent patches in DLC. Like, like adding human, like adding people older. to the world. Yeah, like I, I mean, that you is, know they're gonna bring back NPCs. They, they have to because, I, like, I've been playing. I've been playing with people as you're supposed to do, but that doesn't make up for the lack of no. NPCs. Like that's that they like taking them out reveals that they were the soul of the game. Yeah. Like, which is ridiculous. Like now. And if I play by myself, yeah. I really am the lone wanderer. Like, <laughs> like it is, it's, now, yeah. Do you play with the same people or just you know, whoever's on your mini server? Whoever's on my mini server, but typically I tend to play by myself until I run into a, a horde of super mutants that are overpowered. It's oh, like, God. oh, well, I need help. Oh, <laughs> so yeah, yeah. They, they people. swarm you. Like, I was playing during the beta. I played with another guy we work with, Cats, uh, uh, and we uh, just go into some town, and there's, like, zombie movie worth of ghouls there. Not one or two, but, like dozens and they're just like running up on us and like stay out of the cities stay out <laughs> <laughs> dead inside yes uh. and uh 
Yeah, and they've got to find a way to fix fix the VAT system. They've got to fix it. I mean, it's just kind of like an auto-aim bonus. Uh, it is not a good one. No, no, but I, I, I did get used to using that. It has really? gone. It because has. Cause I just, because I, I had a hard time when people are running up on you. I, I, the, the aiming, I thought, was not great, so I just hit the VAT thing, and I knew I would hit whoever I was shooting at. Yes, true, but I, like, at I this, just sprayed and paid. At this point, <laughs> I'm just going full shotgun surgeon and, uh... <laughs> And my, with a with a fire axe and just get to hacking and smacking and whacking, hacking and smacking and whacking. You know, I wonder if this game was supposed to be part of Fallout 4 and it wasn't ready, and they decided to use sell it as standalone uh, when it when it was semi ready. There, there, there's something very unusual about the game and its genesis, and I don't think we know yet what the real story behind yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But I mean, my hope is that it will get better over time, but it should, you know, it should have been better it's a, upon it's, release. It's going to be a, a story that it'll be a holiday uh, miss in terms of like not yeah. being a blockbuster like some of these other games have been. Yeah. But, I, but I, you I, know, we may be talking about it next year as sure. No Man's yeah. Sky. What year later? I'd be the first one in for that. And I you know, played a bunch of it, but uh, it's definitely not what I think a lot of people were looking for from a Fallout game. Not that you have to make what people are looking for, but it doesn't quite, it feels like a, like an eternal beta. Mm-hmm. Scott, what do you think? I'm thinking I have not played Fallout 76. <laughs> Same here. And happy I, about it. I am happy about it because I, you know, no one's, with the exception of sure, no one really seemed to really like it much. And then um, I guess people have, maybe have said a couple of things about it, but yeah, it's not something I... Not something I regret. Also, I have a lot of I have, I have young kids around. I tend to uh, pass out early. I'm not staying up late playing those games at this point. <laughs> yeah. I think myself sound impossibly yeah. old, but I have a lot of catching up over the holidays on on games that I do want to play, including Red Dead Redemption Two, oh. which I will admit I might be the only person that is not played this game yet it's like um, the movie i meant to go see yeah the book i meant it. to go read i want the right i don't want to be interrupted i know i need to spend like an impossible 10 hours straight with it. <laughs> oh that's not even going to crack, not crack it. no but just but like to, just, at the beginning you still get a like, good feeling not 10 hours in you get a decent feeling of, of, of the how game many years am i have to spend i disagree all the years i like i like red dead it's great so well done but i'm a lot of hours in and it's a bit draggy which is sometimes what you want but i keep waiting for like the game part to no, kick it off it is around 50 so chris bird is <laughs> it'll never happen chris bird from the washington post one of our, our yeah george our, finished our, too and 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 chris says it really kicks in around 50 percent through wow okay. that's when thing a lot happens so i'm about 35 40 now and uh, but i don't care i like it so much that like, it doesn't matter it, to me if it's dragging or not is this really it's like, my new witcher it's yeah. my new Witcher yeah. Three. Yeah. Like totally the game I come, to, like that's the game I'm going to come back to when I'm not reviewing, and I'm just going to meander my way along and enjoy it. Mm. Is it I like mean, the Better Call Saul of games? Like, like a long, sh- like th- that 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 show extends things very far, and you're like, you're I'm watching someone like make <laughs> pasta for a while, and it's like, are uh, there are there Rachel Maddow of games, perhaps? Oh, <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. Wow. I'm glad I'm not the only one who thinks that. <laughs> not sure if I know what that means. I don't know. I, I know exactly because I've talked about this also. Yeah, she just kind of takes the same point and goes over it and Ooh. says it in different ways. And, oh, uh, oh okay. my God. It's, it's, it's become unbearable. Wow. Okay. <laughs>
Or on the positive side, better call Saul. <laughs> <laughs> when you, when you, you, know, you watch that. I, mean, I love it's a long Red Dead Redemption. It's fantastic, so, yeah. but it's it's shockingly less gamey than I thought it would be. Although I, I grinded immediately so I could buy that stupid half fast travel map. Yep. Yeah, that fat map. I'm that, tired of riding these goddamn horses. But I, lo- <laughs> I love my horse, man. I, I named it after my cat. I love horse riding. And like, <laughs> I know, but, I, but it's so much. Oh, no, I'm with it. I, I, I just like, want to fast travel a little bit. Like, I, I did buy the fast travel map, but I am enjoying the meandering and just ex- discovering things. I would enjoy that. You know, the I'm original Red Dead, I did not use waypoints. So I just would, like, try to <laughs> get, oh, wow. just try to you go straight shot. No. Yeah, yeah, I did. It was fun, man. I'll give you one other Red Dead point real fast, yeah. which is that I tried it out on a bunch of different, you know, on PlayStation, on Xbox, different types of TVs. I got to tell you. I have not been convinced of this before, but now 4K TV, Xbox One X, um, HDR, everything, yes. it is so different than it is Ooh. on the regular like PS4 version. Yeah. Oh, wow. So pretty, it's, so pretty. That's the way to go. That will be where I'm playing it. I already know that's that. I've circled that as yeah. my... Scott has put a, uh, <laughs> Scott's got an OLED TV on his uh, Christmas list. Yeah, so do I. No, I'm, I'm fine, I'm fine. I'm trying to decide between OLED, OLED and Oh, I just... No, 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 no. Stop it, you know. I got a perfectly Stop good 4K. You know. One is a real thing and one is not. But I worry about burn-in. There's no burn-in. Everyone has seen that has an OLED TV now almost. No, That's I, I, not true. Not true at all. I'm happy with my PS I'm, Pro. Yeah. When it gets to $1,000, I'll get an OLED. I'm a $1,000 TV guy. Right. For 55 right. you can get pretty darn close already. Yeah, no, like a Show me you're down to 14 OLED. 14 and change. But 1000 I need one. I need well, listen. 1000 man. That's that's uh, Maybe that's 1100 that's, that's, yeah. that's Vizio I don't territory. Budge. I know. That's so my, I finally broke down and got the 55 LG C7. Yeah, no, I'm not doing Vizio. Like, it's got to be LG or Well, that's it. I bought a Samsung... I love it. I bought a Samsung Sling 8000. Not was it last year that I bought mm. it? Um, it's great, and it's at the super thin panel, really yeah. nice colors. It's got the breakout box for the HDMI. So, but yeah, the Vizio is too big. I don't for the want wall. the breakout box. <laughs> I love Vizio for my wall. Oh, it was above, they're actually it was fantastic. Oh, okay, 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 okay. But I know what you mean. Otherwise, okay, you may okay. want to want the breakout. Yeah, box. The general rule of thumb is kind of weird. We're a weird setup. If you if you either spend a lot and buy an LG OLED or you spend a lot less and buy a Vizio, and that's ninety nine percent of your TV choices right there. Yep. You don't need to consider anybody else. Or the TCL. Well, the but TCL. The Sony, okay, the TCLs don't look as good. And Bravia yeah. TVs quite as good. There, there, there's there's no reason to buy one though. I got mocked at CNET uh, by the TV reviewer for getting the TV that I got. Although he still thought it was a good choice. Sure. I defied him in getting the the the, the other pick. Yeah, but it's like it's because I have an LG what in my you, bedroom. I just yeah. want a bigger LG Sam, in yeah. my bedroom. <laughs> the Samsung better, right? something 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 eight thousand. Yeah. It's the one that when I went to the store, I was like, oh, this looks nice and thin, and the picture looked good, and I like defied our junior's advice, which was like, he he will never forgive me for that. But it is a really good TV and was recommended for gaming Mm. uh, a lot of places. So I think, and and it has served me well. I don't know what the Vizio would have been like comparatively. I'm sure it would also be I mean, I've had Vizios and they're fine. Like, 
I like my old Vizio is now out in the front room, and that's getting ready once I get yeah. the new TV because I want 65 inches. Of I just course. Want a, I want a bigger. I just traded up like, from what? <laughs> I went from, from 55. Okay, so I had a 50 and I went to a 65. Because well, yeah. I like yeah. to go to a 75, but my boyfriend is like, what are you doing? Uh, <laughs> like, so. Why are you like this? That's a different I'm like, size. I'm like, size, baby. Like, uh, like I had the, the size. <laughs> I had the option of 60 or 65. I decided to go with 60 for some unclear reason. It's fine. I wish I had the 65. Exactly. It's like, it's fine. But oh, it's no. fine. It's fine. Does it feel a bit small? 65 is a small man. Oh, wow. Jeremy, um, what are you playing? You just talked about Diablo 3 for Switch. So, yeah, definitely. So, if I would recommend a game for the holiday season, it would definitely be Diablo 3 if you need a couch co op game. This is super fun. It's my first time playing Diablo. My friend recommended it. And oh, you'll be there forever. Yeah, I've been there forever. Um, I just, I just got hit seventy with one of my characters, and now I realize it's a whole part of the game that I didn't even know it was, and it's super fun. Um, I might get some hit flack for this, but I would say one of the Pokemon Let's Go. If you're yeah. really into no, like um, Pokemon, um, yep. if you haven't played a Pokemon since like Yellow, I would definitely pick it up because yeah, it's super easy to get back into, and I think I think it's fun. I'm I want to get it. Like, this will be my first man. Pokemon don't game. Like the really? I like the yeah, controller. no. Like, when Pokemon Pokeball's came out, okay. I was yeah. very much like, no, great. I play real games. <laughs> <laughs> and now I'm like, no, I'm going to do this this time. Yeah, it's definitely fun. I like playing it on the go. Um, and then think. Like Smash. When Smash comes out, if you're if you love having people in your house playing games, I would definitely pick that up. Um I run after school the kids we have a countdown on the board, um, uh, ready for Smash when it comes out and the kids is it's, cool. it's gonna be super fun. Can you talk to uh, tell a little bit about what we do up up at the Dream Yard? Yeah, for we, sure. One of the things we did, we, we set up a game room there mm-hmm. too. Yeah. Um, so at uh, a Dreamer, Dreamer Prep, uh, we have this uh, Harold and Shiri come through, um, and they help mentor kids and teach them about journalism and how to write reviews. Um, I, it's been amazing. The kids really enjoy it. Um, I think it's gotten a lot of students who aren't technically into gaming into my room. Um, my room is technically the game room now. <laughs> so if you stop by like on a Monday, Wednesday, or Friday, the kids are either playing Smash Holler or something. You're not like those other teachers. The I'm not. Teacher. I really don't know. They come in and they're just like, when are we playing games? And I'm like, oh, give it like 30 minutes, guys, at lunch. We'll play games. Um, it's really dope. Uh, we get, they learn how to write reviews. Uh, they've been to the, the game awards. Um, they really, uh, a lot of them, like a lot of students who don't like writing have actually sat down and wrote, um, and I've sat with them and kind of like to see where they're going. Um, I think we have some really strong contestants for the internship this year. Yeah. Yeah, I think that um, some of our freshmen um, might, <laughs> might give Kamari a room for our money, so I'm really excited. Yeah, no, I can't wait till they do the whole review. So yeah. We, we talk about uh, how, to, how to write game reviews in segments, so our first... Uh, talk was about the lead, mm-hmm. we had a, like vaguely humorous PowerPoint presentation I put together. <laughs> and we talked about the meat of the story, and then mm-hmm. I think Sheree's going to talk about the kicker next yes. time. Nice. Awesome. So, so it, 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 it's good, and the kids are uh, really enthusiastic. And, yeah. uh, you know, uh, that one of the things I like to say is that as critics were kind of cynical, um, after doing this for so many years, but they, they give us an energy when we go over there. So yeah, they just... I think it's so, so interesting. Every Monday they come up, do we have practice? So go to the head. I'm just like, guys, it's every other Monday. We got to get it through their heads. But they're always ready. And like, I don't ever have to like chase people down to like come to the club. They're always ready to come through. That's great. Um, and I think that it's really important for them to see that there are different avenues to get into the video game industry besides just playing video games. And, they, and they're eating it up. So I'm really excited to see 
uh, um, what else we, we do. And I'm super excited for the scholarship. Yeah. Um, because I, that was honestly my favorite part last year was kind of seeing them create uh, the different video game levels because they put a lot of work into it and they weren't playing around and they got really competitive. Like we separated them into like three different rooms and like if so, they saw somebody from another team like standing outside the door, they would get like someone will stand up like a bodyguard and like try to pre- protect their secrets and whatever. It was so like the it was secret really cool. service. Right. Like, uh, <laughs> it was super like, yeah, it was super no, dope. No, we won't talk about this. <laughs> <laughs> so that was so yeah so what that starts in uh, next semester mm-hmm. and uh, we're looking forward to that i think we have a really hot unreleased new game that we're going to be using and at the new york game awards we're going to be showcasing uh the students levels from from last year oh that's gonna be cool so that'll be cool but uh uh you know, moving on like what else can we talk about tech-wise that is is kind of cool, like quirky and cool? Um, one of the things that is not tech but is wearable is that Blizzard has a lot of crap this year. <laughs> but 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 uh, good crap often. And one is an ugly Overwatch sweater, oh. which oh. I think is sold out. And um, I asked, I asked, um, you know, I, I asked for one because I wanted to feel the material to see if it like it was good enough. But they were sold out. Uh, they said, but I, I I'm, I'm trusting that uh, it's a decent material and it's uh, 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 wearable. But it looks re- it looks really cool. We'll put some up on the, uh, uh, a screenshot up on the site. Is it like a Christmas sweater? Or yeah, it's an ugly oh, Christmas sweater. No, I want it. But I want not it. too I ugly. So the beauty of it is it's ugly, but not like puke ugly it's pretty cool um but yeah how about how about you guys anything anything like that uh, in, in, in your mind that you've seen as you you know maybe haven't written about it but maybe uh, come across we, as they, you were we finally got the uh star wars for real fridge chewbacca in <laughs> oh my god it just fills <laughs> our hearts with so much joy like when i take him out of his box and he everyone just turns around we're in an open office and they're like oh can i hold him he's like he's like a fuzzy baby and i love it (laughs) they uh sent me hot wheels rocket league rc rivals from mattel and so what that is that's 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 a 180 dollar item oh wow and it's kind of your own rocket league and i thought it was going to be small i didn't realize Mm. this was going to be big how but the, the cars are about five, six inches. Wow. So, wow. That's, so that's wow. that's big, and the ball is about uh, baseball sized almost. Mm. So um, it is um, it is not quite what I expected. I expected smaller smaller cars, but it's pretty cool. And then you know you do get um, special DLC for Rocket League that you can't get elsewhere. So I think mm. that's one of the selling points. But it's bigger than I thought it. About and then uh, some and this so I've been waiting for this one item for about three four years now. Uh, uh, I I'd written it. Uh, I went to Toy Fair a few years ago to see this Ozobot Evo. Mm-hmm. Right, it was a mm-hmm. tiny little yeah, um, uh, maybe thirty um, millimeter tall robot that kids can play with and and you can draw a line and it follows the line and and and, and I saw at that point it had not not been on they were thinking about well how are we going to market this it was very early stages so I said I'm going to write about this for boys life send me one when it's out so uh, but they never sent me one and uh, I you know I, I always remember things like that you promise something yeah. you mm-hmm. got to review it and it's in the magazine but you haven't really touched it unfortunately 
So a few years later, uh, they have a new publicist. Do you want to do this? And I said, oh, well, this has been on the market for years now. Yeah, I didn't want to say, but yeah. Well, send it because I finally will actually be able to get my hands on this thing that uh, I wanted to like three, four years yeah. ago. And I think it's cool. It's not, it's, not, it's not a bad item. And, you know, it was pretty heavily discounted um, on, on Amazon over the holidays. So, um, and I think it still is. So that's kind of fun to check. Yeah, that out. one is great. I got to play around with that one. That's a, I, I think it's like, I love that you can just like put it in your pocket and you can carry it around and yeah. you do a, a couple little things like in that same vein robotics wise. So it's, it's funny for me this year when it comes to tech, I've not been overwhelmed with like perfectly gettable gadgets. In a lot of ways, I want to tell people who are passionate about things to maybe wait a bit or like get last year's model. Doesn't it? That's the least exciting thing to, to, to hear. But um, but I get into more on what I mean with that. But the uh, Sphero Bolt, the, the, their new ro- rolling ball, was really cool. That's like one that is. Um, oh, no, no they are cool. No, the Sphero's cool. <laughs> <laughs> your eyes. Sphero's cool, man. Sphero's great. It has a little programmable Especially, screen on it and. Yeah. And it works a lot of stuff in this this whole uh, EDU app where you can do all sorts of programming with it. But my feeling with with robots is kind of like um, don't spend a lot and like it gets something you can tinker with, but don't go too crazy. Because I always find with the coding yeah. kits and things, sometimes I'll play around with them, but then they'll like just sit around and be unused or they might get cluttered and you have to get rid of them. But yeah, I mean, it's kind of why I still like what Labo was in the sense that um, I still have very fond feelings about that. We uh, talked that, about this last year, too. But you're yeah. just, not, you're yeah, just yeah. not building anymore. We're not building anymore. Yeah. Yeah. But I do think you're buying, I think it's, uh, this is like the thing of the, the millennials, like the, the experience or whatever. <laughs> oh, yeah, you know? totally. Um, yeah. No, we're, like, we're in an experience culture. But I think Labo is an experience. I think yeah. you're buying the experience. And then you have to yeah. let yourself be comfortable with the fact that uh, you may not use it in the future, but that's okay. You can still can. But I think it's about what you go through in that moment, and then it's probably worth the price of mission, Especially even if you're doing it with someone. I mean, there's a yeah. memory. I mean, you yeah. always have the memory that you did with your kids putting mm-hmm. it together. It's amazing. Uh, the, they had a blast doing it. They didn't keep doing it, but sometimes because <laughs> they didn't find the thing or I didn't set it up for them as much as, like, the new vehicle kit was actually really great. Yeah, I thought that, it was too. The vehicle kit has a great game. Speaking of, like, Is that the gift, best one? I think it's the best one because <laughs> the, I didn't get to write it up at the time because I was traveling. But that... Um, that one has a real full game, and so I think that it felt it felt a lot like uh, Pilot Wings, you know, mm-hmm. where like that sort of expansive world with multiple vehicles. The other ones, the games were a little bit more fleeting. What did you think of Vector from Anki? Oh, I was going to mention yeah, that as my right. as my fun robot buddy. Since yeah. we're all talking about our robot pals, he's so cute. He's cute. I I think it's a it's an open platform, much like the Amazon Echo, where at first it doesn't really do a lot. Come back in a year and it does a ton of different things, and they're actually adding Alexa support. As but, we speak, yeah, 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 pretty much this month uh, or or in December, um, and I put together a passel of uh, tech gadgets and holiday things to take on different TV shows with me, and that was one of the things I brought because it fit a price range. It was portable, but also it was kind of cool, and frankly, everyone was charmed by it. Uh, I thought. It wasn't really all that bright. It didn't really respond all that well. The voice recognition wasn't great. But I will tell you the ultimate test. I brought it home and put it down in a hallway in front of a whole bunch of uh, six and seven and eight-year-olds, and they could not get enough. They were amused for hours. It just rolled around and beeped at them. They got to remember their faces. (laughs) The facial recognition goes, goes, Vector, what's my name? What's my name? And it goes, your name is Bob. You know, and the kids are just like, whoa, it knows who I am. <laughs> that is 
but but the question is, in two weeks, will they still feel that way? Because I do feel like that's the test with oh, kids true, is true. that true. I'll bring home like Spherobolt, yeah. things like that, AR kits, Labo. And you're right. Like it'll have an amazing impression at first. And also kids go through stuff fast. Mm-hmm. So they kids <laughs> my kids are now into Yu-Gi-Oh. That's like the thing they start. Wow. They're, they're now obsessively so, collecting. I'm, I'm so sorry. Really? They got back into it? There's, believe it or not, there's a lot of people that are still. So I think kids are good. At, they're good canaries in the in the coal mine for, <laughs> for upcoming trends. Yeah, uh, they were really into Beyblade before this, and there was oh yeah, whole, I did like, see that Beyblade yeah. wave that happened after the fact. I did see that. Yeah, Yu Gi Oh, yeah. you know, I went to GameStop and bought some Yu Gi Oh packs when they were on sale for Black Friday, mm-hmm. and we got a lot of people who were like in their twenties, like people coming by and being like, "Do you play Yu Gi Oh? What decks do you?" <laughs> and I was like, "Give me all your drama." Yeah, you know what? It is not time to. Yeah. So, yeah, they're into Yu Gi Oh! And that didn't happen through me, but there are worse hobbies to be into. Yeah. They'll be into something else in another six months. Opioids would be one. Right. Right. Okay. I think. Oh my God. Going to VR. So shady. Let's shift from opioids to virtual reality and say that. um, That's a beautiful side. Right. So Oculus Go, that's interesting, was that had some sales. Um, And that's a great example of of tech that I feel like at the end of this year I go, oh, that's a really cool headset. But I would hesitate to recommend it because while even at 180 on discount, that's not a bad price. You have Oculus. You have the Quest coming out next year for 400. So maybe save up your money. I don't know if that's going to be worth it for its library. I can't tell. But... um, but but I think that that's an interesting area to track, and that made me think about PSVR, which is like again older tech. But this year I came to this point where I've been ignoring PlayStation VR, and it's annoying. To, I've set up upstairs, and you know it's like I don't have the kids play it much. But I heard a lot of talk about a lot of the top games that mm-hmm. were coming out for it. That were getting Citrus a lot of buzz. Moss is yeah. awesome. And now, what a great name for a game. All the time for anything. If you're interested in Tetris Effect, the Tetris Dan's effect. book will explain it all. <laughs> so you need to buy the bundle. Now, now, now the name is slightly different. My book is called The Tetris Effect. <laughs> the singular. That is, That's right. The game is a Tetris Effect. And yeah. of course, it's about the history of the game, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> Good uh, a gift. Exactly. So, <laughs> Dan, so we, all our books are, you know, you buy books from New York And then you need a game to come out. Amazon the affiliate links on the uh, Red Dead Redemption Critic Circle too. site. You wrote the book there before. There should. There right? should. There Get should. an affiliate link. Put our books up there. That's right. And That's uh, right. there yeah, you go. We'll, go we'll to tell town. everyone to go there and, and, and you buy know, them. And, and we should, there should be more of a New York Video Game Critic Circle centric table at the New York Game Awards with mm-hmm. stuff on it. So I think we're going to do that, that this year. But I, I, I wanted to mention, uh, again, this company has been around for a while, but... Uh, uh, their PR person is someone that we've known for a long time. So um, I took a look at it, the Mysterious Package Company. I have no idea what you're talking about. They've been around for a while. The, one of the um, creators of PopCap, uh, the game company mm-hmm. that yeah. uh, made Plants vs. Zombies, invested in this company. And it's um, th- they start sending you these packages in the mail. And oh you can send it. I know it's, it's, it's a little scary. It's creepy. There's a creepy uh, factor to it. Um, but uh, you get these packages, and then it's almost like a, a puzzle. So the one they sent me was the Lost Treasure of John Auger, which seemed like a paper version of Uncharted. So you get a little box 
with um, scrimshaw in it, or fake huh. scrimshaw, I believe. Right. And so there would be information on the scrimshaw that will help you try to find this lost treasure. And so and then you'd get letters that are kind of antiqued. Uh, the paper would be antiqued. So and uh, that's one of them. There's a horror one as well. And that would, you know, they said, well, we can send you, send it to anyone you want. Who would you want to send the horror <laughs> one to? And I said, I think, you know, people would be upset with me if I, if I sent it. Uh, but they're, they range from like, I think, $75 to $199. This looks Whoa. amazing. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, um, is that Neil Patrick Harris? Yeah, he is, uh, he's their pitch man. Oh, he's yeah. I see his okay. face and then like a, a play Wait, button in the middle of his yeah, face. And yeah, yeah, yeah. What's so the website? The Mysterious, Mysterious Package, package Company. company. Uh-huh. No, not necessarily the package I would have thought of. But, uh, right. <laughs> Whoa, that's a separate oh, bundle. You're right. oh. <laughs> so, uh, huh. Stay away. <laughs> Um, says, Howard Stern, where what is are this you? <laughs> this podcast is now rated uh, uh, different, yeah, <laughs> different guidance. That's right. That sounds incredible. I'm very uh, into the magic and the puzzles and, yeah, and, and, yeah. and things like that. I got my kids some like magic books last year and some different puzzle books. Um, board games have been something that Dan and I have both been. Yes, getting and suddenly into a lot. Discovered the magic of strategy games. You've been doing it for a while, yeah. but I literally in the last month. Just said, wait a minute. There's a cultural moment happening here about uh, traditional like board and strategy and tabletop that games. Has been happening, exactly. Yeah, it, yeah. But, but it's uh, it, when, it, when it hits me, that means it's really. True, true. <laughs> I'm not the leader. I'm not. Yeah, it does really happen. No, no. When, when happening it hits me, you know that the regular folks are getting it. That's not what the I mean. Doctors. I know. Dan Everyman, Ackerman. That's right. I am. I am extremely basic in many of my tastes. So when it hits me, you know it's really like a thing. Yep. For, for for Joe uh, Joe Smith, that's right. But yeah, it's a th- that is always a great way to go. Dan had a great list of uh, on sale games that had, had come and gone on uh, Black Friday, Cyber mm-hmm. Monday. Um, I started buying some games that are still on sale. I started awakening all these games that I, I've been following board games since when I was at Sony Online Entertainment. I used to play with like game designers and oh, we do this. SOE. We, we were both at SOE. Yeah. Uh, I was uh, part of a board game night there and then started yeah. buying out the closing up uh, Wizards of the Coast store oh, supply. Yeah. Yeah. But that's another story. But the, um, the current games that I noticed that are really fascinating to me. It's is, a whole separate podcast, by the way. That is a whole we separate podcast. We could do that, yeah. yeah. Um, Azul is mm-hmm. one that I had not been following and apparently has been, uh, lo and behold, was like a top game this year, like one of the hottest games, an abstract strategy game, about 30 minutes to get into, good for families, uh, but had a really cool kind of like art tile um, design. And so I just bought that spontaneously. It was like on sale for $30. And that's my board. I bought Catam when it was on sale because I lost mm. my copy. I and I bought another and some expansion bags, D and D books because yeah. now my kids mm-hmm. at the age right. I didn't do D and D when I when I was growing up much, but I was gonna say like I bought some of the books because I feel like I want to get into the idea of the storytelling. You were giving me you were, you were giving me a curious well, look. Well, would you, have you done a VR Catan? Yes. Mm. It's okay. It is okay. Like I, exactly, it's very okay. It's very, <laughs> it's very yeah, much yeah, all right. Yeah. 
it's cool, but it's probably the best version since the Xbox. So I'm really into video game Catan, but the Xbox 360 version was great. Wow. Mm-hmm. You Catan. played various versions. Of there you go. Wow, yeah, yeah, the yeah, mobile version is terrible. Um, <laughs> but wow. Carcassonne on mobile is fantastic. So there are some games that are good on mobile and others that aren't. Did any of you watch Riverdale? No, but started I started to. watching I Sabrina. I, like, I'm going to watch That's Sabrina. Yes, yeah, yeah. Sabrina was good. They're the very whole, similar. The whole season, this season, is based on a Dungeons and Dragons type game. Oh, wow. Really? Really? Yeah, okay. yeah. So it's real. I mean, you know, you, you do feel dirty after watching. It's still, you have to watch it. It's, oh, it's pretty cool. Yeah, the show was like surprisingly uh, dark. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's yeah. what I thought about Sabrina really when I started watching yeah, it. I was like, oh, this will be fun. I was like, damn, they cut his head off. I was not ready for <laughs> Sabrina. <laughs> <laughs> I was not ready at all. I. It's kind of like The Magicians. I started watching The Magicians. So the, the same, same thing. Vibe. Not ready for that either. I was just like, "Whoa, there's blood and guts. Like people are dying. Yeah, this ain't Harry Potter. People are dying, <laughs> right? And people are having sex. Also, yeah, oh, at different times. <laughs> there's, the time. there's an orgy. Harry. There's a lot of that. Yeah, there's a lot of that. If you're interested or not interested, just know that's in all the shows. Yeah. Did any of you watch the new Coen Brothers movie on yes. Netflix? What is it? The Ballad of uh, Buster Scruggs. Buster Scruggs, and. I haven't gotten to the point where there are singing cowboys at Red Dead, but there's a point in in early on, and this is not really too much of a spoiler in the Coen Brothers movie, where uh, um, the singing cowboy shoots each finger off somebody, yes. oh. and I said, "Wow, that would that I mean, you know, that should be in a game." <laughs> That's a game. That's a game-oriented mind. Right that's there. a game-oriented mind. That's just, because because if you look at and even as the when you look at the Tom Waits portion of that movie, right, yeah, where and and, and he, the, the beginning of it is there's rustling and there's an elk or deer looking at what's happening and an owl maybe. And uh, out comes Tom Waits uh, to to see this grand vista, which is almost like Hudson River School art, right? Mm-hmm. And I said that is Red Dead, or vice versa. Right? Yeah, it has a lot of vibes. Vice versa. So it's just uh, uh, kind of amazing that we can kind of live in that Red Dead world and look at that vista for longer than. Uh, oh, Coen Brothers movie. Westworld, Red Dead, Buster Scruggs is like a dissertation that needs to, you know, be mm. written about this. That's era. right. There's something out. Yeah, there's like a lot of overlaps. That's right. And the only other, those. the only other weird gift I wanted to talk about is, um, and, and I make it brief, is is the, these these uh, smart bulbs that I got. Um, <laughs> I love. This I was contemplating. So I love the look you're giving. Like this whole contemplated the smart bulb. There's one that the has multicolors. Yeah, they yeah, yeah, yeah. want them so bad. Yeah, me too. I just don't want to pay for them. Yes, I only want them. Philips Hue. Like every time, every time, like no, it's called. My boyfriend's like, what are you doing? It's called so much like singled. S E N G L E D. Okay, they're just regular shaped light bulbs. Yeah, regular shaped yeah. light bulbs, and they um, have, uh, you know, it's almost like mood lighting or something. Yeah. So if you want, if you're you're you know playing a creepy game, you can uh, turn up the red a little bit. You know. Do you like them? Yeah, that's I, not I what I was gonna say. Yeah, that's yeah, not what I gave, gave a, a pained look when you were discussing. No, right. Like you know, it's hard for me to think sometimes. That's why I have a pained look on my hands. Right. But uh, um, <laughs> I, I keep thinking about them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's pretty cool, um, and and you know it's it's very techy. The other thing, well, I won't talk about that. 
Uh, oh, my. Oh, but, uh, <laughs> it's too personal. Mood lighting. It's too personal. But uh, I did want to ask, since it's the holidays, if um, there was a gift that you guys got that was really cool to begin with and then kind of sucked or kind of sucked and then became one of your favorite gifts. So one of the things I was thinking of, I'll, I'll lead it off uh, while you guys think, um, is that when I was a small lad, there was a company, uh, I believe it was called Publi, and they had a game called Jungle Hunt. And Jungle Hunt was powered by four to six D batteries. Mm-hmm. And it basically was a, a, a little old uh, adventurer with a gun. And then it, at, at certain points, uh, animals would come out and you would, you would shoot the animals and they would fall over. And they were kind of like action figure animal type animals, maybe uh, uh, five inches or something. And so now I would probably not buy that for a child because you're killing animals. But uh, back in the day, it it was just like the coolest thing because then the animals would pop up and you would do the whole thing over again. So they never really died. Um, So so, uh, that lasted for about three days. And then my cousin came over and broke it. So it went from being the best gift to the worst oh, gift, no. and I could never fix it. Uh, no one could ever fix it. We we took it to a handyman to have it fixed, mm-hmm. and he he could not fix it. So that that there there, there were uh, various emotions about that particular uh, game when I got it, toy slash game. Um, I can't think of anything in particular, but I'll just lead off and say that. I remember now that my family was very generous to me with video games, and I appreciate that because it must have cost a lot. And I had all the Sega systems and their well, I didn't I wasn't a kid through all the Sega systems. I was only a kid through like the Genesis years. But um but I had all the add-ons and stuff. So at some point the 32 I don't know if there's a holiday gift, but like the 32X and the Sega C D were part of that equation. I guess I have good memories about those, but I feel bad that they got them for me because they weren't worth it. <laughs> but, oh, yeah. you know, like, so, it was a lot of money. money. <laughs> There's a lot of money to spend on some real dead-end stuff. But yet yeah, I'll always remember uh, Sewer Shark and Night Trap and, like, oh. you know, so maybe it was worth it. Mae those things... It was a, sharp. I mean, those, there was a 32X Those, those are considered dude. classics yeah. now, though, like, like uh, B-movie classics. Yeah. They're like so a plan nine of uh, games. They gave me a yeah. gift after all. I, that's That was like both a good and bad yeah, gift. Yeah, that's that, that's right. Which um, makes me think about PlayStation VR in a much better way, which is that like when you get those novelty gaming experiences, they can they can sometimes really linger and become something quite memorable that you're thankful for the unique experience later. I still think about Russian Blood, which is one of the... Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, that, that and, and Larry Fessenden, the director and actor... Was the host of that game, and it was just really cool. And we use that occasionally when we mentor older adults at, at um, hmm. the older adults technology services in Chelsea, and they love that game. You could get an eighty-five-year-old person <laughs> playing that game, and you know you think they're screaming out of fear, and and then they say like, 
no, I want to play this. I'm on a roller coaster. It reminds me of of, uh, of Coney Island. I can't do it anymore. Because Just like when old. the giant spiders attacked you on Coney Island. Oh, oh yeah, definitely. You the and the spiders. Spider. The spider. That's I, I knew I had to get out of that game before that level came. <laughs> yeah, that <laughs> was I'm not dealing with this. That was a different game. That was a different yeah. game. No, no, that that's the that Russia Blood. Uh, no, no, no. Russia, the, the roller coaster one. There's definitely a bug level in there. I don't remember the bug level. There's is there definitely really? a giant spider level on that. That's I know a, there that's was too a giant scary spider game. on the planet, and you just dropped, the, you, you know, you took off the No, VR. no, no, no. The roller coaster shooting game that's based on the other game. Uh, uh, Until, Rush, Dawn. Until, Until Dawn. Until Dawn. Until yeah, Dawn, yeah. Blood. No, yeah. Definitely, definitely that exists. All right. All right. I thought we were saying Russian blood for a few Russian moments. Oh, During a good part of that discussion, <laughs> I was like, what is Russian blood? Uh, it's a sequel to Russian blood. I'm not going to touch that. I have it's a, line, a terrifying game. I just, I deleted it because I didn't want to think about it for you yeah Yeah. i i I felt like i had to conquer my fear yeah yeah can i say one thing about psvr which i didn't get to mention of course a a game besides tetris effect that you must get it's my favorite one of my favorite games of the year but you have to get a psvr to play it astrobot rescue mission Mm -hmm. which a lot of that game a lot of people raved about i i want to go back home and put on the headset just to play that. And I can't remember the last time I felt that way about a VR game. It is beautiful. It's yeah. basically, uh, it, it's it's Mario-esque. It's a platformer. You're running through this world, collecting little robots that are hidden. But the way the art design is, and the way it even overcomes on a PS4, the resolution limits, it's just so vibrant. It's so fun. It's so uh, happy. It's a happy making game. I feel, you know, it's like you, you I just feel very upbeat when, when doing it. Um, I feel that way about Moss. I think Moss is a strong, yeah. strong game this year as far as VR goes. But um, Sheree, Dan, Jeremy, do you have any, uh, uh, or we could even well, say. Well, I, I thought of one. Yeah, and I think, couldn't okay, think of what yeah. it was. Yeah. And I had a vague memory, so I just looked it up. And I actually managed to find what this thing was called. It is a uh, much like uh, Scott's early console thing. Uh, this was a TV light gun game called Action Max, where you would get apparently from <laughs> Worlds of Wonder in 1987, wow. and you would have this light gun that hooked up to a little interface that hooked up to your TV, and then you'd put a video cassette, a VHS tape, in your VCR, and that would have the actual game on it, and you would shoot yeah. at the game and cool. get points if right, you aimed right, correctly. Although. Right. Nothing different ever happened because you're just watching a videotape, and that was seemed like the greatest idea in the commercials and the worst idea in real life. And I think it's one of the only things I ever actually, uh, uh, we, we ever actually just packed up and returned to the store. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh wow. it was like that! Wow, wow, that that yeah, is cool. I mean, it reminds that it, that reminds me. I mean. Magnavox Odyssey is not like that, but Magnavox Odyssey had these yeah. onlays on the screen oh, yeah, yeah. to make you feel like, oh, you're putting out a fire or you're you're playing uh, tennis or football or what have you. Like Vectrex. Yeah. 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 I always wanted a Vectrex and never. Yeah. I feel like no. that would hold up. That would. That's yeah. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. How about. Uh, uh, yeah. So for me, uh, I grew up in a single parent household with filled with um, uh I have two sisters, two younger sisters who are not gamers at all. Um, so when my mom would give us a gift for each child and then there'd be one collective gift. And somehow this one year, I convinced my sisters to get an Xbox 360. Um, it turned out to be a very bad idea because I turned my little younger sister into a gamer. <laughs> so the, the gift that I like convinced my, my mom into getting from myself, quote unquote, um, she t- turned out to be like, I want to play video games too now. So that was uh, very interesting because I used to, we used to fight about playing it all the time. And then my mom was one of those moms who were just like, 
oh, I already bought you a game. The, the, the system comes with the game. You don't need another one, right? And I'm like, oh. no, that's not how video games work, mom. When new games come out, you got to buy them so we can play them. And then it'll be like, oh, okay, so, you know, I'll buy you this one next month. Uh, but we want that one now. You just got this game. Did you finish it? Did, and, like, so, like, the Xbox, Xbox 360 is now sitting at home collecting dust, unfortunately. But we bought a total of, like, my mom bought a total of, like, five games for it and just never, we never got to play the games we wanted to play. So. Oh. That's it. That is a sad. So that's what that's sad. Yeah, it's like you thought it was the greatest thing in the world, yeah, but no. it turned out to be yeah, yeah, not as good. Sheree, do you have one? At first, I was gonna say no, but when you said that, that made me that made me remember the Nintendo sixty four. <laughs> yes. Which while while I loved uh, Banjo Kazooie at the time. And oh god, I spent so many years. I, I spent a good two semesters, three semesters on GoldenEye. Like that was the that was the beginning of the end of my relationship with Nintendo for a while. Mm. Like that you was spent too much time. Well, no, they just didn't have enough games, and I was by this time I was in college, and like there was Final Fantasy seven and eight. And died. It's yeah. it. And like in all these fighting games and Resident Evil. And, oh my God! There's Grand Theft Auto. And I I got a GameCube after that. And there were not enough games. And like I just I tapped out on the Wii. And I was just a Nintendo hater for a long, long time. And I'm just now getting back into the mix because of the Switch. So, mm, but right, that's fair. Right. But Why it took six, you a long time? The long si- time. Oh, it, they, the Nintendo burnt me real bad. That's <laughs> fair. Oh, wow. I, I, I wouldn't win it anymore. <laughs> and yeah. that was an N64 onwards Nintendo person. No. Yeah. I had the no. same issue with an N64. But I could see. Because my mom would not buy his games for it. So the same thing happened again. I should learn. But Yeah, they're expensive. That was yeah. like, I did, but I did like 64 a lot. Yeah, I thought there were there were a couple of games. I mean, there was like a Castle. I li- actually liked the Castlevania. No, you didn't. I did. You're a liar. <laughs> no, no, my no, favorite no, Ocarina. The only game we bought was Pokemon Snap, and we burned that game into the screen because <laughs> that's all we had, and then we would play it so much. I actually would love a remake of Pokemon Snap, Nintendo. If you're listening, I thought it was so much fun, and you know, mm-hmm. motion controls would be even better this time around. You know, Reggie, maybe I'll come. Uh, me <laughs> came to the Dream Yard to speak with the kids there, mm-hmm. so we have we have a pipeline to Reggie. Yeah, you know, so we we can ask him next time we. That seems like a good yeah. fit for the new Pokemon right? Go universe. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Yeah. Pokemon Snap, you know. That's a sweet. putting that idea out there. I would love it. So uh, let's let's wrap up our holiday podcast. Um, we hope you uh, have had fun uh, listening to it, and 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 that you have a, a like a super great holiday season. Um, and come to the New York Game Awards on January twenty second at SVA Theater. Thank you so much for listening, and thanks to everyone here, Dan, Scott. Jeremy and Cherie for uh, participating. Oh yeah, thank you. See you soon. See you soon at the Game Awards. (laughs) Happy holidays. Happy holidays.